You are now listening to The Model Mindset. Welcome, everybody, to The Model Mindset. This is your boy, Brian, and of course, we got John. What is the life story you tell yourself and the people around you? Is it a negative life story where you're playing the victim of your circumstances or blaming your past? Or is the life story filled with past experience that has helped you grow into the person you are today, filled with gratitude, love, enthusiasm for life, and a positive outlook on your journey? What you're telling yourself and others about your life story has a direct correlation with our topic today, which is mindset. But John, how has your mindset evolved through your life? And is there any specific times in your life when you change your mindset just by looking at it optimistically? Yeah, yeah, certainly. Um, this is obviously going to be a fun topic for us anyway. I mean, this is literally all we talk about all day, every day. So uh, we're looking forward to kind of diving in here with this one. But yeah, man, um, there's a few different times. And, and honestly, a few different times for the for the better and for the worse, to be honest with you. It's almost like peaks and valleys that I can recall because, I mean, coming out of high school, I wasn't too sure what I wanted with life and what I wanted to do with life at that point. And then as I got a little bit older, like 19, 20, some things opened up for me and opportunities presented themselves. And that, that kind of put me on the road to discovery of, of what I thought I wanted to be professionally. Um, so that, that kind of put me in the right mindset of, of trying to accomplish certain things and have my mindset be in a state where, where I'm growing. And, and I was often around people who were older than me too. So I was chasing kind of the life they had. And I was chasing, mm-hmm. like with my sister and, and the people around her and, and your sister and your brother-in-law, and like this whole group that was, you know, five, six years older than me, I was chasing what they had in a way. So I, I wanted to kind of grow at a rate where I was catching up to them, right? And so at that time, that's where I was I was very motivated and, and wanted to kind of push forward and push through everything and kind of grow faster than I might have been ready for. Okay. And, and then at a certain point, you know, it kind of dipped back down, maybe my mid-20s or so. I had a family, and it sounds weird to say at that, that time, but as far as, you know, more my mindset was, it was just at, at that point, just being a family man and being a husband and a father and those things. And it was very exciting. And yeah. life certainly is still on an upward trajectory at that point. But like, as far as the motivation, you know, part of it, right. And, and like the, the mindset part of it, it kind of dipped at that point because I, I just felt complacent mm-hmm. and I felt like this is going to be my life. You. Did you right? feel complacent? Yeah. And I'm sure you can relate to that too, man, right? Like 100%. when you've had kids, you're like, hey, this is life. I have my healthy family. I, we're going to grow together and this is going to be my life now. Right. But then like we talk about quite a bit last summer, we, you know, we connect, we get on the same page and then it happened yeah. and yeah. It, it happened in a night, literally yeah. happened in a night and everything changed at that point. And since then it's just been full speed ahead, man. So there was peaks and valleys. Um, but this is certainly the longest I've ever sustained this, this, you know, growth mindset and, and a determination to kind of just make every day better than the last one. So that's kind of where I started it with, man. Yeah. And so I'm going to ask you this, this is, have you changed at all your outlook on maybe a negative event that, that ever occurred in your life to where you used it as a learning, like a lesson, if you will? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think everybody kind of uses those, but in a way, hopefully, 
you know, obviously the, the worst thing that's ever happened to me, my father passing away. Um, and, and, you know, not to go too much into it, but I was always, I was always on top of my parents about smoking. They always smoked growing up. And I, and I subconsciously think that's where like my obsession with like taking care of myself and health came into play. Cause I was so worried about losing them because yeah. of smoking and ultimately, you know, whether, whether I was told it was related or not, ultimately I feel like that is why I lost my father. Right. Yeah. And I even, I even tattooed it on my body years and years ago before my father ever got sick. I tattooed RJ Reynolds cemetery on my arm. He was the first tobacco manufacturer and I put it in a graveyard. It was his graveyard. And it was like, that signified to me my biggest fear. And that was losing my parents for smoke from smoking. So now it's like not that my dad's my dad passed and and you know I I look back at it and I'm like man I you know maybe if he just took better care of himself you know it wasn't just bad luck whatever it is right you don't want to obviously make these you know judgments but I do use that now as yeah. kind of like a you need to take care of yourself for forever like not yeah. just not just this year not just the next five years like you have to do it forever because when you're gone it leaves a huge ripple effect. And if you're gone for the wrong reasons, cause you didn't take care of yourself, I'll, I would just never be able to feel like rest peacefully at that point. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of where I, where I kind of take that now. I kind of, I kind of just spin that and be like, all right, man, that's my motivation. Like that's, that's a huge part of me wanting to take care of my body now. Yeah. I mean, that's clearly a phenomenal reason. Yeah. And I've seen too, a change with you, you know, cause I've known you for quite a long time. Yeah. That, Again, I could be mistaken, but this is just me ahead, talking fire away. But it seems like when you're able to talk about your dad, especially in like the men's group, yeah, it's you're able to reflect on those like positive memories. Mm -hmm. Do you find that it's helping you change the the not not the outlook, if you will, but like all right, you know, this is, this is helping me heal a little more. Like the wound is not as open. You know, it's, it's hard to say. That's hard yeah. to say. Um, because some, I mean, sometimes it's just better than others. You know, some <laughs> days are better than others. Some thoughts are better than others, right? Sometimes you go on a rabbit hole of just bad thoughts and you kind of just got to work your way out of that. Um, yeah, but death, I think death is a, a special circumstance in that sense, right? But um, there's... There are, there are times and I think, but I think what helps that though is communication. Yeah. Okay. And I, and, and the way, the way I feel I can talk about him now and I can talk about him to anybody about anything at any time. Right. And before yeah. maybe it was harder, <clears throat> but the more I'm communicating about him and, you know, because I talked to you and Josh about him almost yeah. weekly. Right. So, um, it's like, it's something that I think is a massive part of changing your mindset. Yeah. Is when you stop shutting down and you start opening up to the people you trust in your life, like that's, that opens a door to a lot of different possibilities that you could have with your mindset. And I think yeah. that's something that I think you believe in too. Yeah. And you know, honestly, I, that, that is, first of all, that is extremely powerful because you're right. Yeah. When you're able to openly communicate about whether it be loss or something, anything, mm, anything. The reason why we communicate is to feel better. We want right. to feel good, whether we talk about the good things that happen in our life or day or the bad things that happen in our, in our life or our day. We mm -hmm. want to feel better. 
And you and I both agree, once we started focusing on improving our communication skills, our relationships, not only with our spouses, but with our kids, drastically improved. Mm -hmm. But again, that coincides with the mindset. We made the mindset shift that in order for our communication skills to improve, we have to prioritize our communication skills to enhancing mm -hmm. those. Right. And so once you make that mind shift, mind shift, mindset shift, that's a mouthful. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> that it will positively impact the, the relationships that you're prioritizing. Yeah. yeah. And, and where I was going with, like before, with um, how you've looked at make it maybe like a negative situation that occurred mm -hmm. in your life and maybe flipped it. Yeah. The reason why I brought that up is because for a long time, when I had the broken engagement in my mid twenties, uh, my outlook on that was it was all pointed at her. It was all pointed at her, you know, because she left the relationship. You know, right? Uh, she was unfaithful. But as years had gone by, I started to look at the mirror and say, "Okay, what what did I do?" in that relationship that I can improve upon. To be quite honest with you, I hate to admit this, but I was kind of a jealous dude. That I that is not a side of me that I ever wanted to have back. I wanted I also knew what, what I did and did not want in a significant other. You know, I wanted someone that I could truly one hundred percent trust. And I wanted someone that was caring, that like had an amazing heart where people would say to me, oh my God, you are so lucky to be with her because she's right. such a good person. And I got that, I got that yeah. with Val. So with that negative situation at that time, I was able to turn that into, okay, what did I learn from that? Mm -hmm. How could I grow from that tough situation in my life to where it can help me grow as a man? Mm -hmm. And I'm honestly, I'm glad I looked at it that way. Yeah. And people, people that go through divorces or relationships, mm -hmm. you will have that time where it's tough to kind of see the positive. In. Mm -hmm. Right. But I guarantee you there's going to come a time in your life where you just kind of reflect and say, okay, time to rewrite the chapter in my mm -hmm. life. Try, yeah. Time to own the pen again. You know? yeah, I was just going to say that, man. Yeah. It's true because it, and when you when you make that reference of own the pen, um, that's referring to something Bedros, uh, someone we follow. Um, he kind yeah. of he, he he's he's great. Um, he, he's he he doesn't pull any punches, but he when he says something, man, you listen. And um, he talks about you know pretty much you hold the pen, you write your story, and oftentimes we let someone else hold the pen and write our story for us. But when you hold the pen and you write your own story that's when you have fulfillment and that's when your mindset is your own. So, you know, in your situation there, you know, it was, you have, you were letting someone else essentially write your story for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and, and that's where your story changed and that's where you started to, to tell your story in a positive light. You know, Val came in your life, you had a positive relationship, you had everything about your life was positive at that point. And that was your story then. Your story, you left the negative behind you and your positive story began. And then what happened? Everything took off for you. Everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that's, that's what we're talking about today. 
that's what we're talking about because we, we live in a society now where everyone wants to tell you what went wrong in their day. And that is heavy, that is powerful, and that weighs on people, but it's contagious and that's dangerous. So you need to take that negativity, negativity and you need to make sure that what you're putting out there is positive, okay? Because at that point, you you want it. The energy itself is contagious, right? But negative energy has a has a has a big way of being contagious it's because draining. it's just it's just draining, exactly, right? It's not it's an energy vampire. You're not giving anything. You're get you're taking it all away. So, in, in with what we're talking about today, man, when you when you absolutely like exude positivity. And what you're telling people about yourself and you're selling yourself in a positive light, that's step one. Yeah. But there's a lot of different steps that go into this whole mindset thing, right? Oh, yeah. So, and I know you have a couple things that you yeah. wrote down too, I believe, that, that you kind of are maybe some like key points as far as changing your mindset into that positive atmosphere, right? So, yeah, like what, what are some of the things that you, you jotted down, BG? Because I thought those were pretty interesting when we were talking about them earlier. Yeah, and, and a real simple example that people can relate to is, you know, when, when you want to eat healthier to lose weight, when you start want to start going to the gym, pursue a dream, change careers, deepen relationships with your spouse or children, <laughs> it all begins with a mindset shift. And as soon as I say that, people are probably going to be like, yeah, you're right. I really became motivated to lose weight. Right. I really became motivated to start going to the gym. Now, sometimes it can be because of, say, maybe you're getting ready for a wedding. Maybe you're getting ready for um, some big event in your life. So mm -hmm. that, that motivation occurs. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you know, what's happening with us is that motivation turns to discipline mm -hmm. because you're seeing and you're feeling the effects that the positive, t the let's say the positive thing that you are doing to cultivate a positive mindset is working and you mm -hmm. want to continue that. And so you stay disciplined by developing habits. So that's, I just want to give that example because I think that a lot of that can be uh, translated to a lot of people that have done that before, mm -hmm. but I really took some time and jotted down some steps and some, some ways to enhance your mindset. Right. And I think these all ring true. So the first one I wrote down is define your own success. Oftentimes we use social media to say, oh, you know, this is what I want. This is what success looks like. And we both know that, that you don't know what that person's life truly is. It's just either a picture or a video. Mm -hmm. So you have to understand what is your values? and base the definition of success on your values. And to me, dude, I will be very transparent what success in my eyes is. Success in my eyes is happiness, fulfillment with my family, and service to others. Mm -hmm. Like to me, that, that, that is success. Mm -hmm. You'll notice I didn't say financially. Yeah. To me, that's an afterthought. Yeah. I'm hoping it will like translate with my values. A lot of times it does, right? Yeah. But if you're doing for, things for the right reasons, then, then exactly. it will translate, right? But for you and I, like we we are trying to build something very special. 
Yeah. And with doing that, we have not thought, we haven't considered the amount of money that we're going to make. We're considering, mm -hmm. or we're, we're more mindful mm -hmm. of the impact that we're going to have to others. Right. The next one is powerful self-talk. Powerful self-talk. Now, people are going to probably shit on oh, positive self-talk, you know, but Tony Robbins is, is the goat, as you know this. <laughs> but in order to change, now we all know that typically the, the thoughts that we have are negative. Mm -hmm. How do you change your negative thoughts revolve around changing your physiology? So radically getting up, going for a walk, going for a quick run, jumping up and down, but getting off your ass and doing something to change your physiology, which then changes what you're focusing on. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because what you're trying to do and what you are doing is you're interrupting, interrupting the language that you're telling yourself. Right. Oftentimes we're beating ourselves up. Okay. But the words that you are telling yourself create meaning. And then you begin to believe that. Mm -hmm. So you have to become aware of the message you're telling yourself. Right. So you change, Oh, you know, I, fucked up a PowerPoint presentation, whatever. Don't, don't beat yourself up. Mm -hmm. Start saying, I am smart. I am creative. I used to always doubt my PowerPoint skills, which is really dumb to say, mm. but I am in the, uh, healthcare profession. So, <laughs> but everybody comes to me to create presentations because right. they say that I am the best one on the team. Yeah. And now, do you know what I tell myself? I say I am creative. Mm -hmm. And so I will do these things and I am actually excited to do these. I don't know why I'm talking about a PowerPoint presentation, <laughs> but it goes, with the, it goes with the message that you're telling. Right. Yourself. Yeah. You no, know? I got you. Okay. Whew, that gave me some energy there, baby. Yeah, for real. Maybe you change your state a little bit there. Huh? That's right. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, what makes you, you, what makes you unique? Oftentimes we don't, focus on the skills that we already possess. And the greatest thing about life <laughs> is no one is the same. And it doesn't matter what you do for a career, because oftentimes people's success is determined by their career. That in my opinion, that doesn't necessarily have to be, isn't the case. You're mm -hmm. unique. So figure out what makes you happy. What makes you, what gives you energy? right? What makes you, you mm -hmm. for me, I genuinely like talking to people. I genuinely like listening to people's life story. That's why anytime I meet someone from any walk of life could be friends, acquaintances, doesn't matter. Right. I always ask what's going on in their life because I genuinely care. Mm -hmm. Always. If I, if they don't ask me how my life is, I don't care. I just mm -hmm. want to make sure they're okay. Cause I care. That's, yeah. that's, that's me. Yep. I got cotton mouth. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> okay. We touched on this one before become a better communicator. Yeah. Um, but you and I both said that that that's huge. And I think part of what also correlates with that and let me know your thoughts on this as well. Mm not only become a better communicator, 
but understand your emotions better. So, so don't, true, man. don't just say I'm overwhelmed or I'm stressed. Understand why you're stressed. Mm-hmm. Understand why you're overwhelmed. Uh, well, I'm overwhelmed because I have so much on my plate and I don't know where to fucking start. Okay. <laughs> Take a pen and write it down. Right. Grab your phone, go into notes, write down what you need to get done that day mm-hmm. and prioritize it. Right. It's a way to simply stop that sense of overwhelm. Yeah. Yeah. And communicating that to the people around you as well, because you may understand it, right? And you yeah. will be doing something to fix it, but they could also see that you're either stressed or you're mad or you're upset, or whatever it may be. And they don't understand. And maybe they don't know how to help or whatever it may be too. So, um, you know, I, I've been trying to be better with that and with Danny, you know what I mean? Yeah. And she's picking up on shit now too, man. She's, she's slick because like last week I was, I was annoyed with something and, um, I went to, I was leaving the house. I said goodbye. We were, I was leaving the house and she called me when I was leaving and she's like, you know, kind of just, she picked up on it. Like, eh, this ain't right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she kind of like forced me back downstairs kind of like to be like, all right, well, she's, you know, wanted to call and I was like, all right, I'll just come back downstairs. At that point I was like, all right, go handle it. Right. Like go, go handle it now, squash it and get it over with. But like, because I feel like I've been talking to her more about like everything or like just how I'm feeling in general, a lot of times, you know, she's, she's picking up on it when I'm not and kind of forcing my hand again. So like, she's getting good at that shit. She's slick, but like, it's because I started doing it. I think she likes that. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think she appreciates that I'm trying to at least like fill in the gaps a little bit when I'm, aggravated or whatever it may yeah. be or what you know what i mean so that's saying, that's important too you're saying something very powerful there too that i that i definitely want to address too is it's making her feel more comfortable coming to you when she notices you that you're off right which then it's almost creating like a safe safe space if you will yeah yeah no for sure. and, and whether it be because oftentimes with with men specifically because mm-hmm. we're, we're men, we internalize everything mm-hmm. and we don't want to come across weak, mm-hmm. but we have both found that when we're able to, again, cause we're men, we still, we'll, we still do it, you know, yeah. internalize yeah. things, but both of our significant others can see when we are not ourselves, when we're holding something back Yeah, and they feel more confident and comfortable approaching us right. to talk about it. Yeah. And you know what I've found too, their, their way of going about asking if I'm okay, or if something's on my mind has completely shifted from previously, because now that I'm more open, now that I communicate before it was like, what's wrong? What's going on with you? Like, well, why are you this? Like, like almost accusatory. Yeah. Now it's like, Hey, you know, are you okay? You seem a little off, right? Where it's like she's she's putting getting my guard down. She cares, right? You know, right, right. rather than accusatory. I can tell that she's just making sure I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was funny. She, I mean, we were. <laughs> it's true, but you like you said, you still internalize sometimes too. And absolutely. Last we were talking last week, she's like, I, you know, we got to make sure we're talking about this stuff because, like, you know, otherwise you're gonna break your jaw with how hard you're clenching it right now. You know what I mean? And it was just like because yeah. I was. I didn't know how to articulate what I wanted to say. Great. And I was yeah. afraid I was going to not say it the best way, but like 
she was kind of like just like letting me fly a little bit and that that helps so it so that that shift of communication like that's helped my relationship you know but yeah. not that not that it needed help but like it's definitely helped you know what i mean like i definitely realized that when we had these conversations where i'm like oh that was way better than like the way i used to handle it you know what i mean so Dude, you're right. um that that kind of stuff is man in communication like between you know our spouses but also like we talk about like-minded people a lot right right mm-hmm. having those conversations with people who also have really forward-thinking growth mindsets yeah is sexual <laughs> it's, it's like it's, it's 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 legit i mean we yeah. we have we have our men's group every tuesday night we we talk about a lot of things um but a lot of times we're talking about shit we want to get done how we can get them done we want opinions on from each other on how we can move forward with a lot of projects and stuff and we have really really great conversations but when someone in the group has something exciting going on it like puts all of us on the edge of our seat and we're just like in it right yeah. and like those conversations are so fun to have and they change your perception on everything because it's almost like you want to like okay like bring me along you know what i mean like i yeah. want this bring me along you know it does and that's what yeah. happened to me last august with us we sat yeah. down and the temperature went up and i haven't looked back since so it's like it could happen in, in a moment like yeah. these minds these mindset shifts and these mindset changes that we're talking about and and ways to achieve them it's not like a process that takes you three four weeks two months whatever it is right like you don't have to like it's not like a test you have to pass at the end of the day right it's right it legit can happen in one moment and all of a sudden yeah. you're like holy shit you know what i mean and then then you're off so yeah. like keep that in mind too because it, it's maintaining it yes that's a marathon but like to get to get to the point where it ignites you can happen in a moment it could happen yeah. in a moment it it's true man and and part of that you you definitely have to understand that you have to raise your standard mm-hmm. you have to be sick oh, of me so over, true. you know and that's what I, exactly it man that's what i want to touch on and not to cut you off i'm sorry no, but i had this yeah. thought and i lost it once already so i don't want to lose it again yeah fire away i think the one of the biggest things that helped me and i i think is is a big contributing factor and could be to a lot of people is find that one thing that you're dissatisfied with that's not giving you fulfillment that you're not satisfied with professionally personally whatever it may be emotionally find it and use that as the motivation to push you forward right because I, okay i want to get away from this i want to get away from this feeling i want to get away from this this you know stationary moment that i'm in and i want to move forward and was like, there an example that you have for me yeah i mean yeah. i'm like and we talked about it that that i can remember that night vividly man i'm like almost yeah. every conversation we had but i was just like you know what i'm i'm watching i'm watching my wife talk about how she's being you know in these different publications and all this and she's her work is is you know being shown nationally and all, all these things and how hard she works and how proud she's of her job. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, like that's so incredible. I was so proud of her with some of the stuff she was telling me. And, but then it kind of dawned on me. I'm like, man, I don't have that. And mm-hmm. I never wanted it, but like watching her, like it was almost like inspiring in a way, I guess. Cause it was just like, man, I want that. Right. And, and, and where I'm at in my current profession now, like it, there, I don't have that love 
for that. You know what I mean? Like she has for her job and other people have right. for their jobs. And it was like, that was the one where I was like, I'm kind of just treading water. You know what I mean? Like, that's not me. Like I'm, I, I, I can fucking swim boy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not here to tread. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's kind of where it hit me. And it kind of just hit me when we were talking that night, I was like, Oh shit. Like, I don't like where I'm at right now. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> so it could happen in a conversation like that. And that's kind of where it happened with me. Yeah. It's, it's amazing too. Cause I remember that night too. Cause yeah. Josh and I literally texted like the next day. And yeah. like, John was on fire, man. Like uh, yeah. you could tell like something was lit inside you that never was lit before. No. And never. it's great too, because you and I are very, not just like-minded, but we share a lot of the same passions. Right. And so like when you and I started talking about ideas and stuff, which mm -hmm. we fueled each other. Oh yeah. And what's helpful too is like, you know, when I've been sick or something, mm -hmm. we've been able to pick each other up yeah. just to kind of move the needle a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, just, but we want to continue that momentum. Yeah, no doubt. Man. And it's huge. You know, it it's is. huge. It really is. It's and that, that all goes back to communication because like you put me in a spot where I was like, not forced to talk, but like, I felt comfortable talking. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. like that, that's where it changed for me. So I know we kind of got off, off on a tangent there. I know you still got a few more points you want to make on, on yeah. how we can, we can adjust. So, uh, yeah. keep, keep ripping on that, on that, what you have for those notes, man. Cause they are good. Yeah. So continue to learn. John already said it before yeah. growth minded. Okay. Stop with the fixed mindset, continue yep. to learn. We have so many resources nowadays, whether it be, a podcast like this or whether it be you know an audible book but continue to grow continue to learn sharpen skills do not become stagnant with learning yeah um, i love to fucking read okay i actually wrote down for the love of god read and john's <laughs> like well there's always audible book which i totally agree mm -hmm. um but continue to continue to challenge yourself continue to grow yep get outside your comfort zone. I think that is one of the biggest things that you need to do oh, yeah. because you are going to learn the most about yourself because a lot of times we let fear dictate us getting out of our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And when you push those limits of getting past something that is scary or fearful, you gain confidence and you understand, Hey, it's not that scary. Yeah. And that's huge. But with that, when you get out of your comfort zone, you have to take action. You have yes. to take action. And you and yep. I have talked about a lot of things to where we want to do speaking engagements. Yep. You know, we want to go on Google Meets and do some live stuff. Yep. Per, old Brian from like a year ago or so would be like, yeah. fuck no. But now, <laughs> you know what I mean? But now it's like, no, that makes sense. Because yeah. we're so passionate about it. We love what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And all we're trying to do is just help people cultivate a right. mindset to where they can unlock the best version of themselves. Right. And like we say all the time, man, like we're not, we're not claiming to be experts on shit. We're not no. sitting here saying like, you know, we got the full, you know, foolproof plan of, of how to get this done. But we are saying like, we've, we've done it. We've lived it. We're living it currently, you know, and, yeah. and, what we talk about worked for us and, and we've evolved on a lot. We've changed a lot and we, our goals have changed a lot, 
And that's a good thing because we're, like you said, man, we're taking in new information. We're learning new things. We're relying on people who've done a lot more than us and who are a lot smarter than us in the field. Right. So, you know, that's, that's, that's all gets tied into one, but at the, you know, at the end of the day though, I think when, when you have, you know, a clear vision of where you're going with the people who are also willing to learn with you, you know, you can, it's like a nonstop, like brainstorming session almost, man. And that's yeah. what it's like. You know what I mean? And, and that, 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 you know, like-minded people, that motivation, that kind of stuff, like it can happen daily, like just through, yeah. through text messages, through basic conversations and those things. Like, Think about a gym where, buddy. How many that, times everybody has had a gym buddy in their life? Yep. Yep. Why do you have a gym buddy? Right. So that someone will motivate you when you don't want to go to the it's, gym. There you go. Yep. Absolutely so right. So you surround yourself with more people, more yep. gym buddies. Or more people that want more out of life, right? You know, right. when you do yeah. that, you're you're bound to change. It's kind of like you know, when you surround yourself with smokers. You hear about that? Mm-hmm. You surround yourself with smokers, you're probably going to pick up the habit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Start surrounding yourself with people that you raise your thermostat. Yeah, you know? and I know we're on get outside your comfort zone, yeah. but again, it's just so important to surround yourself with like-minded people. Yeah, or the people I should say that. Or where you want to be or where you yeah. want to go. You yeah. Know? But it, that, but that goes back to getting out of your comfort zone because sometimes you feel overwhelmed in that room. That's very where, true. Where people like, where you're having these brainstorming sessions and stuff. And it's kind of like, Ooh, do I fit in here? You know what I mean? Like, it, do I know enough? And it's like, you can know one thing and that's enough. You yeah. can know nothing, but if you're going in there to learn something, then you belong in there and you belong yeah. in the conversation. So have, yeah. and that's what, you know, that's what we're stumbling on and learning now. We talk about imposter syndrome a lot and stuff like that. But like, we're learning now, like, fuck it. Like, yeah. let's just do it. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, exactly. let's do shit we hate. Let's, you know, record ourselves doing stuff. Like we try to be, we try to be lighthearted on a lot of things because that's who we are. But like, at the same time, it's like, we, you know, we are certainly don't feel comfortable doing, I would say 40% of the shit we do, we don't feel comfortable doing still. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, you know what, keep doing it because it's working. So keep doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, and that's where you have to, even if it's not working, you have to see that end goal and like, okay, just push through, push through, push through. And if you have to evolve, evolve, but discomfort isn't generally a short-term thing sometimes. You know what I mean? It, it can take a little longer than you'd like. And, and probably because it's uncomfortable, it feels longer. Yeah. But man, and I'm like, hopeful too. I'm hopeful too that when people see us, getting outside our comfort zones. Like if they see us posting stuff. Yeah. That's like these two bald headed assholes can do this. <laughs> and man, I can do it too. You know what I that, mean? That's it, man. Like it's, it's just, just like using it. Using it as fuel. Use it like hey, they can do it, I can do it. Right, it's, listen, like we're not patting ourselves in the back here by any means, but like I would say probably once a week you and I get a pretty nice message from somebody. Yeah. Without a doubt. And, that, and you know what it's like fuck. That was worth it. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) like that was worth it. You know what I mean? Like, so it's cool. People I haven't talked to or seen in years, you know what I mean? Like we'll send something real cool. And it's like, God damn, that was awesome. You know what I mean? People I'm around a lot asking about it. Like, so like, that's, that's where the discomfort pays off a little bit, you know? So find those payoffs and that discomfort too, because that's important. That's that, that kind of fuels you to move forward too. So the next one is, is key. So, 
create new valuable daily habits. You've heard John and I talk about <laughs> our habits and our, ritual, our rituals at nauseum. Yep. But in order for you to create a mindset that is going to help you grow, that is going to lead you to where you want to go, you have to develop habits and rituals, meaningful habits and rituals, like a morning routine, which you've already touched on, structuring your day. All of these things are going to help create a more powerful mindset to create new meaningful habits. Absolutely, man. The last one, but certainly not least. The focus, main event. Focus on your health. God damn, people. Focus on your health. Physically and mentally. And what I mean by that is what you're putting into your body, be mindful of it, and you have to move. Mm -hmm. Okay, because we're not we're not meant to sit in chairs all day, even though the majority of us do that. Like that, that's not what we're intended for. And you have to, in in order to create a great mindset, you've got to do things that are going to help your mind. And so you may say, Brian, what the hell do you mean by that? Meditate, even if it's a five minutes. Practice gratitude. Read or fill your mind with audible or a podcast that's gonna help you learn and grow. This is all about health. Like that is all health. I, you know, when we had Chris Chase on uh, a couple months ago for our very first podcast episode, I remember when, when him and I were really into um, bouncing off exercises off each other, mostly I was uh, picking his brain. Mm. And I told him, you know, I felt really guilty not working out every single day, like mm -hmm. even on Sundays, you know, now what I meant by then is like literally lifting weights. I still, I still feel like you need to get up and do something like move, whether it be walk or something mm -hmm. uh, every day. But he said, why don't you read? And I was like, what? He goes, dude, that's healthy. That's exercise, man. That's exercise for your brain. And I'm like, holy shit, you just blew my mind. Because mm -hmm. it's so true. When, when you think about health, you oftentimes think about exercise and nutrition. But helping your mind is exercise as well. That's health. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely right, man. All right. I'm, I'm going to try my best not to go on a tangent here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this. Stop being a victim to the issues or conditions or illnesses or whatever that you have. Okay. I understand things happen. Things are serious. I am not making light of anything. What I am saying is you have the ability to change some things and you have the ability to change those things by simply changing your diet. Okay. What you talk about, BG, with like taking care of your mind and all that, how much goes into your nutrition affects everything about who you are as a person, how you think, how you move, how you sleep. Everything has to do with your nutrition. Okay. So I will certainly not, you know, stand on the soapbox and, and tell you that you can't. You, you, you can't eat one sweet ever again or do these things ever again, but you do have to understand 
that there are foods. You know, there, the, you've probably heard of superfoods and all these things like that, right? Those things are real. This isn't some like, you know, cartoon shit that people make up to try to sell something to you. It's real. What you intake is real. It affects inflammation and inflammation isn't, isn't things that happen in your, your, your muscles or your joints, right? There's inflammation that happens with your brain too, because of the foods you take in and because of the processed bullshit you eat. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, health certainly is going to the gym and, and being active and moving and changing your state and those things. Another huge thing that we all often neglect is the things we eat and how often we eat them and the amount we eat them and when we eat them. Like, just try, just try to learn a little bit about the foods you're eating and the impact they have on your body and your mind because you would be surprised and often appalled at what you learn about the shit you're eating. Okay. And, and again, we are, we are not on our soapbox. You know, there's, listen, there's things BG and I were talking about how when there's cookies in the house, shit goes down. Okay. But we always make sure that 90% of what's going into our bodies on a weekly yeah. basis is helping us. It has a purpose. Okay. So yeah. mindset is, is vast. And it's not, it's not just this thing that can be changed by, you know, by just, you know, educating your mind through books or, or exercise or being around like-minded people or communication, all that. Another huge thing, man, is nutrition. And I, I just yeah. can't, we, I listened to Sean Stevenson's episode today, the model health show. If you guys don't listen, listen to that. He is incredible. He has incredible guests with incredible insight. That dude gets me fired up, as you can tell. I listen to him today, so like, yeah. I'm, it's it's all like on my mind, like the things he talked about today too. So it's like, you have to please, please, please focus on what you're eating because yeah. that will probably fight half the battles with your mindset. It, it truly will. So I'm I'm yeah. I'm off my tangent now. I'm done. <laughs> but but that shit's just the more the more I'm doing it, and the more I'm so focused on it and hyper focused on it. Yeah. It. And, and seeing it yield results, the more passionate I'm becoming about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, and we talk about it all the time. So, you know, but like, yeah, I think the biggest thing too, that I've noticed personally, again, this is about nutrition is that my energy levels are vastly different depending on what I'm eating. Mm -hmm. Because oftentimes we all know that after lunch, you kind of have that crash. We can, that's very, that's preventative. As long as you're sure drinking is. water and you're having the right lunch, mm -hmm. you won't have that. Right. I normally, and this is not just, I normally don't have a crash until probably around like seven o'clock. I'll probably mm -hmm. start to feel tired. You know, yeah, well, yeah, but when you're up at four thirty or five o'clock in the morning, yeah. active all day, that's normal. Right. Right. And like, even when the boys come home, I still make it a goal mm -hmm. and to be present with them. Right. So it's super important. So and you could be at the gym for an hour, two hours, and you're gonna shit it away if your nutrition is not in, in, on right. Point. Right. You go home and smash a honey bun. Well, guess yeah. what? That was a, a big old waste of time, and you're gonna yeah. be tired because you you just took in a bunch of sugary nonsense that you don't need to take in. Your body won't store it the right way. You're causing yourself to be sore and all inflamed because all the sugar you took in. You're gonna be you're gonna be having that crash two hours later. And, and then for what? For what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it tastes good. Well, guess what? So do blueberries. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? So, True. so you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so just make certain adjustments and, and that's it. That's just, yeah. it's, it's, it sounds, it sounds simple. It is hard, but it's worth it. Yeah. And you know, at the very, our very first couple episodes, you would say at the, at, with our song, our opening song, mindset is everything. Right. And when you can begin to do things that are going to help shift your mindset, especially the, some of the things that I just rattled off. Yep. How can you not have a bulletproof mindset? <sighs> Remember, yep. you got to change your perspective on life as well. Life happens for us, not to us. When you can start telling yourself that life happens for you, you stop, you stop being that victim. Mm -hmm. You start enjoying your life. You start showing gratitude more often because you're lucky to be alive. We, we don't have to be on earth, you know? Right. And at some point, our life, our ticket will get punched. Right. So start, yeah. start, start creating that mindset you, that you always want to. Right. Yeah. Because in Miss Lipan, like we, we talk about it sometimes and, you know, it really changed for me when I was, you know, 32, six months ago. Yeah. And I, I'm not, dude, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be working out sometimes or I'll be doing something sometimes that's like, you know, working on some stuff with you and I and all that. And I'll just kick myself. I'm like, God damn it. I wish I, I wish I applied this mindset 10 years ago. Right. Cause I would be 10 years ahead of where I am now. You know what I mean? And it's like, but at the same time, you know what? I wouldn't have life experiences I had. I wouldn't have certain things too. So it, it goes hand in hand. It's a give and take. But in my advice, it, it, but exactly. My advice is just to start. Yeah. You can be, and we listen to people all the time, man. Who are like, I didn't, I wish I, I'm 55. I and I didn't know this. I just started doing this now and it, it's great. You know? So like, it's not too late. It's never too late to change your mindset on something. Um, but you, you got, you got to start. Mel, Mel Robbins is a Dude. phenomenal example. She's 54 years old, just yep. started a podcast. Now she's well, she's well renowned. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. She's so cool. Yeah. So but she constantly says it. Hmm? I'm 54 years old and right. she reinvented herself. She said, yeah. I wanted to be, I wanted to have a podcast. I started at 54 years old. Yep. You never think you're too old or mm -hmm. uh, that you can't craft a new mindset. Your right. mindset can always be changed. You right. just have to make sure that you develop habits, rituals, and begin to do things that are going to help you create that mm -hmm. mindset that you need. Hold yourself accountable. Hold and yourself accountable. Your fucking standards. Exactly. I say it every episode, but it's true. It's true, but it's true. You, and if you can't, if you can't do those things, then you're wasting your time because you're going to mm -hmm. lie to yourself. So don't lie to yourself. Be truthful to yourself. Let yourself know when you slipped, when you fell. But goddamn it, when you get up, you better take one step forward and not one yeah. step backwards. Right. So that that's that's where I think you and I have changed the most. Where we, we're done lying to ourselves on some shit. We're done kind of, you know, playing the victim on a lot of things. We, we, we're so beyond that. We almost resent that mentality in, in a lot of ways now. And, and we're moving forward. So any ways that we can help and we can explain things better than we did today. I know we got passionate about some shit, but you know what? That's, that's the fun of the conversations, I think. Um, yeah. Let us know, guys. Shoot us a message. We're on, like, every platform there is pretty much now. And IG's our main, our main, you know, kind of 
avenue of communication. So shoot us a message, DM us if, if you have questions, if you have ways that we you think we can help you guys kind of establish yeah. a certain mindset, man. Like we love talking about it. So by all means, yeah. you know, shoot us a message, DM us, and, and we'll get back to you right away. We're pretty we're pretty responsive because it excites us. So absolutely. Thank you guys for listening in. Episode twenty one, BG, right? baby 21 little paul o'neill action right there oh, well, something something yeah what do you want me to say you got nobody what was that Deion dude. sanders Deion sanders yeah right? prime time yeah prime time. Yeah. yeah he was a brave too so you're right okay that's right that's right all right so all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys i appreciate it so much bg and i will get back to you guys next week with a fresh episode until then make sure you check out our ig our tiktok our facebook all that good stuff we're putting content out daily pretty much um, and we look here back, look forward to hearing back from you guys uh, in the meantime. Thanks so much. And remember, mindset is everything.